What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. If you missed any part of the morning show with Johnny and Ken, well, this is where you can catch yourself up. Or if you just want to relive all of those award-winning moments, you can do that with this wonderful podcast. And it's made possible by our friends at Lake Michigan College. Connect to your future. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. Uh, we'll be on our uh, live stream a little bit later on this morning, just after 7. So if you want to get a behind-the-scenes look <laughs> of what it's like... <laughs> To put together uh, this fine award-winning program, yes, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, um, there are a lot of people behind the scenes. Yeah, that help it, us out. Exactly. Yeah, are there? Where are they? Well, they're behind the scenes. Oh, <laughs> we we're the scene. I thought it was just us. They're most. They're behind the scenes. <laughs> um, did you happen to stay up last night and watch any uh, watch any sports ball? There was no possible way. No, I uh, <laughs> I actually stayed up. To the point of we were watching Murder She Wrote. Okay, because I was like, still, are they still making new ones of that? No. Okay. No, not making new Murder She Wrote's, but okay. they uh, they had reruns that okay. we uh, we're we're in like season three. Got it. Because okay. you know there's not a lot to watch on television right now, okay. so we're just diving back to old classics. <laughs> so we're watching Murder She Wrote. All right. And I thought, hmm. Well, I think it's about time for the football game because it's so late. That's what I've always hated about Monday Night Football, even when I didn't have to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I've always hated Monday Night Football because it's like, ah, yeah, we're going to start at like 8.30, 8.40. And I knew the game was going to be a, a pretty late start yeah. because there, I guess there was a storm possible oh. uh, rolling through that area as well. Okay. So they said, hmm, I'll hold off a little bit. But uh, I, as soon as I started watching it, I was like, that's not Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback mm. for the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to Google that and figure out. But anyways, we'll get to that in just a second. But this is how the game, as I fell asleep for a little while, did wake up. It was like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. It was tied up. But it ended up going into overtime. It's a short punt. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. And he's going to go. Just win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson! Game over! Game over on a 65-yard punt return. Wow. That's exciting. Done. That's exciting. They win 22-16. Uh, mm. But yeah, the big story was the fact that five plays into the new season for the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers, the guy that they spent tons of money on, uh, he did give some of his money back. We remember talking about that before. He gave like $35 million back. Five plays in, gets injured. Wow. Five plays. Yeah. So what is, what's his salary this year? It's, well, well, wait. It's like $20 there, million dollars a year. It's something ridiculous. We don't know what he's going to... Is he okay? Well, the x-rays are good. Okay, so nothing broken. Nothing broken on the as far as the bones, oh. uh, but they are going to do an MRI today oh. at some point. And all I saw was the uh, the head coach doing his final uh, end of the game press conference, right. saying it's not good. Oh, oh, yeah. They oh. he he was carted off with a big boot on his leg. Oh my! And 
they said it could be his Achilles. Oh, no. Which, if it's any sort of tear or anything like uh, that, he's pretty much out for the whole entire season. There are people everywhere wincing at that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That just, that, just that feeling of, hey, your Achilles tendon uh, might be injured. It's, I mean, that's that's the season. And could be the entire you're, season. You're fortunate if you get to back come back for next season. Right. And nice. which, who knows if he's going to come back at all because mm. he's mm. getting mm. old. He was possibly going to retire. Oh, uh, and they said, eh, it's not good. He can't live with that. Right. Athletes of his caliber, they can't live with that going out on that note. No. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what he ends up doing, and we'll see how the MRI ends up turning out. Because that's for the Jets, the Jets had super high hopes. Yeah. Um, they were on hard knocks on, on Max, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen. This is our year. Because we got Aaron Rodgers now, we're going to go all the way. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't go very far. Five mm. plays in, injury. Uh, but that had me thinking, uh, as we do age and get older, uh, injuries happen to all of us. And yeah, I bet there's times where you would like to say, you know what, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to have a press conference. I'm going to call in, uh, I'm going to call in injured today. How would that go? How would that go? Okay. So let's say, let's say Johnny's out playing pickleball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he trips over Plinko because Plinko wants to get into the action. Yeah. You, you hit your elbow. Yeah. We're going to call a press conference. We carted you off the pickleball court. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to be able to make it for the rest of the week? Mm. It's uh, <laughs> looking doubtful there. How much does, how much does he earn? How many, and yeah. he only, he only announced a couple of games, <laughs> a couple of shows. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, cause I will say, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I've mentioned it to you yeah. that I don't know how it happened. Yeah. I don't know if it's cause I'm getting older, <laughs> but I said to you and I said to Jocelyn, I think I have turf toe, (laughs) which turf toe, for those of you that aren't athletes, turf toe is something that usually happens when you're being an athlete, but it has to do with uh, an injury, uh, like usually hyperextension of your, usually your big toe. And it's one of the joints right there uh, in your big toe. Is that the same thing as stepping your toe? No. Okay. It's it's a little bit farther back. It's that that big like sort of your uh, the ball of your foot. Ouch! That little end that started hurting the other mm-hmm. day, and I was like, "What did I do? There's no way I hyperextended my toe. <laughs> I haven't been playing any sports lately. You know, I kick around the soccer ball here and there every well, once in a while. Well, you went all David Banner, and you were hulking the couch the other. I weekend. did hulk the couch, but that had nothing to do with my feet. Well, you had to walk. Yeah. No, I mean you're like that's no that's moving yeah, along. No. no, that wasn't it. Yeah, I, yeah. I li- by the way, I lifted an entire couch the other day. And this was not a, this was not a love seat. It was not a sleeper sofa. This was a good sized couch <laughs> because no one else was there to help me, so I had to get it in my car. So I just you know hulked it in there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty positive I have turf toe because it it still does hurt now. Uh, uh, probably it's been at least a week, and I still have that. Uh, so any orthopedic surgeons that happen to list this fine award-winning program, should I be concerned? How many shows will Johnny be out? Yeah, and should I should I get a doctor's note and be uh, doubtful uh, for the next week or I so? I haven't seen you limping. Maybe maybe I just need to look closer. Yeah, I uh, I do a little bit. All right, a little bit. It, okay. it does hurt a little bit, but yeah, I don't I don't think you ever use Epsom that I'll salts? be out. Yeah. Epsom salts? Yeah, I use Epsom salt. I mean, salt. The, that will work. So I soak my feet? Soak in a, yeah, nice hot bathtub with salt. 
I do wish that we had that though, where we could have injury reports. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, like not even just like, okay, this person's going to be out sick today. Yeah. No, it's just like, uh, like all of those different terms that they give for players. Like, oh yeah, they're doubtful, or uh, we'll we'll see. We're going to put them on the injured list or the uh, the pup list, which is uh, the physically unable to perform list. Oh, oh, uh, that's one of them. We need the pup list here. Yeah. We need the pup list, and then when you are on the pup list, you get a puppy. <laughs> so then you have to deal with that. Until you're healed. But yeah. speaking of uh, being, uh, being sick, as we do get into this uh, this season of, uh, you know, rainy season, snowy, mm. starting to get colder, there's a good chance, you know, things like the flu will come around. But, of course, uh, something that's not going away is COVID. Uh, yeah. And there's a new booster? Uh, so the United States uh, FDA, Food and Drug Administration, has approved an updated COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, they're hoping to rev up protection against the latest coronavirus strains and blunt any surge that might be happening this fall and into the winter. The FDA decision opens the newest shots from Moderna and Pfizer and its partner BioNTech to most Americans, even if they've never had a coronavirus vaccination. Uh, it's part of a shift to treat fall updates of the COVID-19 vaccine, much like getting your annual flu shot. Yeah. Uh, there's still one more step before it gets into your pharmacy. The Centers for Dr- Disease Control and Prevention must sign off. A CDC advisory panel is set to issue its recommendations today on who needs the most updated shots. Vaccinations could begin later this week. They're probably going to say everyone five and older, mm-hmm. regardless of previous vaccination. That's what uh, the folks who know are recommending uh, to get that new booster. So, so when I remember, there was the, the original set of shots. Yep. Then they had a booster. Yep. And then I'm pretty sure there was a booster or two in between the beginnings of the shots and now. Okay. And I think that they said a lot of people did not get that last booster. So they that's another reason why they recommend, hey, uh, this isn't going away and there's a bunch of new variants out there. Uh, we should probably get a shot. Part of it was probably COVID fatigue. People yeah. people either didn't get a shot or mm-hmm. they skipped a booster or maybe they forgot to get their new or didn't know yeah. they were supposed to get their booster. Whatever happened, happened. And now they're trying to move mm-hmm. this, the, the change management routine, yeah. if you will, is let's make it the annual as part of your flu shot. Right. Get your free COVID flu shot vaccination or whatever it is. It's too bad they can't combine flu shot and COVID shot as one shot. Just make it a pill. Yeah. Or something. Or like a, you know. Like epoxy uh, has the two <laughs> things. You put it all together and it makes it makes the even better. If they served it up like a barbecued, even vegetarian hot dog. It's like, here's, you your, here's your booster. Avocado toast. Everyone would take that. Avocado toast or something with bacon on it. There you go. Yeah, the new... Uh, yeah. Why don't they listen to us? The McRib. <laughs> yeah, McRib's back. <laughs> you know, people get excited about the McRib. I think the McDonald's marketing department needs to move into the uh, the COVID-19 oh shot department and oh say, all right, boy. new this fall... Pumpkin spice COVID shots. <laughs> oh, no. No. All right. Uh, so do look for that information to come out. We'll okay. keep following the news here. The, the latest booster will be probably available very soon. Um, CDC probably going to approve that today. All right. It's like one of those pumpkin spice lattes kind of day. <laughs> it's chilly. A little rainy. Yeah, it's nice. And put your vest on maybe. A little sweater vest. Mm. And, uh, you know, Paul Landecker is like the... Uh, 
who does the Daily Buzz and yeah. also mornings on Super Hits 103.7. I'm pretty sure he has all of the sweater vests in Southwest Michigan. Oh, is he a big sweater vest guy? Yeah, you haven't seen his sweater vest? I have vest? not seen his oh, sweater vest collection. Man, no. you are missing out. Whoa. I think he's part of like the sweater vest chapter of Southwest <laughs> Michigan. I think he's the president. <laughs> No, he's he he wears them and he wears them great. He he, okay. he, he wears them in style. Hmm. Um, so you'll be able to see those. I'm I'm pretty sure I'll have to check you, in with him. Do you own a sweater vest? No, I don't think I do either. Because he's got like the, he's got like I think he's got all of them. Oh, he because I'm not talking. Okay. I'm not talking like the little zip up. You know, little little That's warm vest that people have. You know, the puffy vest. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking like old school, kind of like college professor pullover oh. sweater. Okay. No sleeves, kind of a little V-neck, and then he wears like a shirt underneath. Very yeah. professorial. Very much. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Professor Paul. So can we can wear the, are we allowed to wear sweater vests or do we have to stick with the fleece, <sighs> the fleece things? Well, first, I think you need to write a letter to <laughs> uh, the organization, the which he is The sweater organization of, of Greater Southwest and Michigan. he has to approve okay. it. Got it. Especially here. He's definitely the chapter president. <laughs> But, you know, if there's great organizations out in our community, we always like to talk to them uh, with Got Something to Say. It's brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Always love talking with uh, area nonprofits that either have an event coming up or maybe they have a really cool program that they're doing that uh, people should know about. We'll reach out. You can email Let's Talk at WSJM.com. You can also call 925-WSJM. And leave a voicemail. Even if you're not part of that organization, like on the board or a volunteer, even if you just you know happen to see something and you say, you know what, this organization's doing some really cool stuff. Have you talked to them yet? Oh, tipsters. Yeah. You're looking for tipsters. I, just like you in the news department, <laughs> always looking for news tips. Because Jocelyn was talking to me about that yeah. the other day. She's like, hey, I saw this. On Facebook, in some one of the groups that I'm part of, and somebody was saying that this organization was doing some really cool stuff. Have you ever talked to them? And I said, no. You know what happens? Those organizations, they're so focused on their overall mission, mm -hmm. sometimes the ne they neglect the, the, getting the, the word communication out part. part. Yeah. Yeah. Can't so, do that. Can't do Gotta that. Gotta get out there. So feel free to reach out. And, uh, and then the cool part about it is not only do people hear it on the radio, they also can check out the podcast at WSJM.com and the WSJM app. So uh, you're getting the uh, the word out to the community. Uh, and you can hear Got Something to Say. The full interview is not only in the podcast, but also at 5.30 after news with Andrew Green every weekday afternoon right here on 94.9 WSJM. And it's brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Going to be talking with uh, the Krasil Arts Center later on this afternoon about uh, not only all the great things that they have coming up, but they're also doing a cool uh, collaboration with Delivery and doing a concert with uh, one of their visiting artists that, that does, uh, he specializes in stop motion artwork and that's going to be on display. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, he does stop motion for uh, some of his music videos. His name's Joe Bowen and he's uh, from this region um, and his band, The Righteous Few, going to have a, a concert later on uh, coming up this weekend. So more details on all of that stuff uh, when you hear that conversation later on today. Coming up here in just a little while, we're going to talk about uh, Michigan Attorney General uh, getting, out the, uh, getting out the pen 
Because she's uh, filing lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> you never want to hear that one. <laughs> Airport stuff. Uh, and our team uh, that we have for St. Joe Bears, Brett Wachowski and Joel Cordes, sounded good this season. Mm. Those guys, uh, they they know what they're talking about. Okay. Uh, and the the Bears are playing well. I mean, they had a win last Friday. You got to like that. Yeah. So that's good. Let's keep that rolling. What's not good is no. uh, Attorney General Dana Nessel, uh, she's a little upset with uh, the airport up in Grand Rapids. That's right. Uh, this week, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel has filed a lawsuit in the Kent County 17th Judicial District Court uh, against Gerald R. Ford International Airport Authority Ooh. following what she says are repeated warnings and demands for action from the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy related to the airport's PFAS contamination. Oh, yeah, Attorney General Nessel is suing the airport authority for, among other issues, PFOS releases into the below-ground water supply, and she seeks injunctive and declaratory relief, past and future remediation, and monitoring costs and damages for the loss and destruction of natural resources. So where was the, the PFOS coming from? Was it something they were putting on the, the, the airport you know, asphalt and all that, or it's where a, was it? It's a great question. The attorney general contends in her lawsuit that the airport authority is liable for the airport's previous and known releases of PFAS-containing firefighting material mm. known as aqueous film-forming foams, or AFFFs. So if if you've seen kind of the, the latest, greatest not so greatest, actually, technology yeah. that firefighters use, especially when they're trying to contain uh, a mass accelerant like mm-hmm. jet fuel or something like that. Yeah. They use the foam. It goes out there. It removes all the oxygen all at once. It coats everything, shuts it down. Well, unfortunately, they were using some forever chemicals in mm. the in the creation of those materials. Oh, dang. So those things, they have a way of getting down into the groundwater, and it's really difficult. Well, to get yeah, it's running off the runway and then into the into the... You know, all the little drainage systems that they have set up there. Yeah. So, ah, man. Yeah. So, again, uh, what uh, what Attorney General Nessel says is uh, Eagle's been contacting him again and again mm-hmm. and again saying, hey, do something here. And apparently it wasn't enough, so they filed a lawsuit. Is this the same material that, you know, firefighters would use on almost any airport around the United States? Or was they, were they using something a little bit different, uh, maybe something older? Great question. I'm sure that'll be fleshed out in the facts of the yeah. case. What I assume is they were probably using what a lot of airports sure. were using around yeah. the nation um, because it was what was available and what was mm-hmm. advisable to respond to certain kinds of fire and emergency yeah. activity. And so at, at some point they were probably said, hey, wait, mm-hmm. because PFOS, it's not that old. Yeah, We've only been talking about PFOS I mean, mainstream probably for the last four or five years. Right. And if the, the, a lot of that forever chemicals is being used in a lot of different things, this is almost making me think of like asbestos. Asbestos, yeah. You know, asbestos was in everything and there was another one had a very good use to it for a number of different things. Uh, fire protection being one of them. Yeah. Uh, that it was like, yeah, we should use this. And then they realized the the after effects and the bad uh, stuff that it could harm, harmful things that it could do to people. Yeah. So now we're dealing with this with, with the PFAS. Yeah, and, and and speaking of PFAS, I mean, they know that they hang around for a long time. Mm-hmm. They know that they cause some some issues. Um, and so they as they continue to learn more and more about it, but, you know, they're learning more about it right now. Yeah. 
and they're already seeing the lawsuits start in, so they're getting maybe a head start on that. Hmm. So yeah, if anyway, it, if they're using that same fire protection type stuff in in all airports, I could see just about every airport slash you know fire organization that's putting out that type of stuff probably getting in, not yeah. really getting in trouble, but just not, we need to reassess the stuff that we're using. Yeah. And see if uh, there's a better option. Yeah, agreed. Do we really need that? What's that? Do we really need Gatorade branded water? No. I don't think that's necessary. No, because you know they put something else in it, right? Right. So you're telling me it's just water? Well, then why do we need it? Yeah, if it's just water, why do we need it? If it's got electrolytes and all that stuff, okay, maybe. Can we just bottle something and just label it tap? Maybe. Tap water. Yeah, like... (laughs) Where'd you get that water? Oh, it's from the uh, the springs of my kitchen sink. <laughs> Fresh from the springs. Fresh from the springs. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that Gatorades, they're going, uh, they're one of those brands that's just getting too many. There's too many things. Yeah. Uh, I remember back in my day. Oh, boy. I remember when there was one flavor of Gatorade. <laughs> it was lemon lime, which to me is still the that's best. That's the green, right? That's the yellowish green yeah. one, yeah. which... Uh, yeah, they had that, and and the bottles used to be made of glass. That's right, they did. Which they were. I don't know why they made that choice. Obviously, it's probably what whatever they wanted, <laughs> whatever they had at the time. But it just seemed so odd as a sports drink to be like, "Hey guys, here's a here's a bottle of glass, a mm. glass bottle." Could you imagine like. These days, like tossing somebody a, a Gatorade and then <laughs> hey, watching for the glass to break. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, no, uh, when they came out with another couple other kinds, it was like uh, Fast Twitch is another one that's like an energy drink. Hmm. Yeah. Fast Twitch? Yeah. Oh. It's like an energy drink. It's like tons of caffeine. Oh. Then you throw in the then electrolytes as well, and you get all that stuff. And really, another public service announcement is um, usually when you want to drink a Gatorade, Gatorade's not really for somebody just having a you know regular drink. This is something for like athletes when you are you need to get electrolytes back into your body. Hmm. Just because you like mowed the lawn doesn't mean you need Gatorade. <laughs> I mean, I will say I I did have some Gatorade yesterday. What did I do? Just went to the grocery store and back. <laughs> and you needed re- electrolyte needed replenishment a, from that? Man, electrolyte replacement and more of so of uh, just that replacement of the fact that I had to be around a lot of people. What kind was it? It's just the classic lemon lime. Oh, okay. But I've got the powder. I've got the big, uh, big oh, thing of powder. you mix your own. And I mix my own, yeah. It's okay. my own blend. Will you use Gatorade water to mix your Gatorade from now Probably. on? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, good morning, everyone. Hopefully you're having a great start to your day. It is, uh, it is Tuesday, September 12th. Today we're dealing with some, uh, some clouds this morning. Uh, 40% chance for some rain. A uh, high of 67 later on tonight. We're looking at a small bit of rain as well with a low down to 47. Um, so, yeah, you might need your umbrella. Uh, tomorrow... We might actually see the sun. Oh, nice. But it's still going to be a little chilly. Okay. High of only uh, 67. Hmm. Uh, but we got a lot going on this morning. We're actually early today. Oh. We have an early show. Okay. Uh, but we still do have a lot of things going on. Let's find out uh, first what's happening in the news this morning. 
WSJM News Now. Team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. And in the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Some of the stories that we're following this morning, State Representative Joey Andrews in town yesterday collecting information from Southwest Michigan manufacturers on how the state could help them thrive. He took a tour of Edgewater Automation in St. Joseph to talk up the governor's Make It in Michigan initiative. We'll let you know what he found out. Set for this Friday at Benton Harbor High School will be an event to honor the fathers who make a difference in the lives of children in the community. Present pillars We'll have a halftime show. All fathers and father types are invited to attend. Uh, We'll give you more information on that one. And one we promised you this hour was the Southwest Michigan Makers Trail Passport. That is now available for the year. The Southwestern Michigan Tourist Council says the passport is a way to sample beers made from all over the region while earning some rewards. Now, the council has launched a new app to make the passport process digital. They launched it last year. They say they've improved it a little bit. They've updated it this year so it's more efficient for the 23-24 season. The Makers Trail Flight Crew Passport is now available on the Visit Southwest Michigan app. The app automatically tallies each access code and tracks levels for the user. So I guess you can become like a a super user Mm -hmm. if you visit enough makers areas. Uh, Because of the reception last year, the Makers Trail will be fully virtual. No paper passports for the first time. Printed uh, Makers Trail maps are available at the Council's Information Center or participating hotels and Maker Trail locations. I like that idea of making it digital because when they... First came out with it a few years ago. I I would get the passport. Yeah, I would get it stamped, and then I'd go to the next place later on, like a week <laughs> later, and I they'd say, "Oh yeah, you got your passport. I'll make uh, give you a little stamp." Yeah. Oh, I forgot it. Can you just <laughs> give me a stamp on this new one? And so I had like probably three or four of those passports that oh, had like one or two stamps oh, in it. Couldn't consolidate. So, yeah, couldn't consolidate nah. it. Always forgot about it. Didn't yeah. have it in my wallet or my back pocket when I would go to these places. So making it digital, great idea. I love the prizes. Yeah. You see, there's like a sweater, Ooh. a really cool hoodie. Um, there's T-shirts. A, there's a Maker's Trail, like big old Yeti. Oh, uh, the jug cool, thing? Like a jug. Not, not, maybe not the jug. It? Okay. But it's like, it's good size. It's bigger than like your coffee cup. So is it which, a tumbler or is yeah. it the growler? I think it's like a, basically like a big growler oh, thing. Those are you fun. have to check it out. Those uh, are fun. I did how, download the app. How many, um, how many makers have you experienced oh, in my. a season? In a season? Yeah. <sighs> a Man. dozen, more At or less? At least a dozen. Okay. Probably a dozen. Did you know yeah. there are more than 40 makers trail locations for the pass- this passport season? Whoa. 40 locations. I know they keep adding them, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, and I encourage people to uh, to visit those makers because it's just, it's cool to to, ex- to experience a lot of that stuff, especially like the wineries. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the breweries around here are fantastic. Yeah. So if you have a chance to try any of those, uh, and we're getting more and more distilleries popping up, yeah. which is, that's also nice to see. It's very nice. Uh, so something for everybody. We can talk on our uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we're live streaming right now. And the, the reason you want to watch that is you get a lot of behind the scenes look at this fine award winning program. You also uh, have a chance to see what we do 
uh, in between things. And also, we have a lot of conversations about stuff that you may not hear anywhere else. So exclusive content, I think, is what they say. (laughs) Always offering you more. But we were just talking about this a little bit ago about... um, we talked a little bit about cyber attack with uh, MGM and their casino right. organization having a, a, a cyber scare. Yep. Not sure if they got if the cyber attackers got anything, but another cyber related thing mm-hmm. is uh, something you noticed uh, about the uh, the new what we'll call Twitter no Twitter two point <laughs> uh, which is. Instagram's threads. Right, right. So threads was unveiled to much, uh, you know, heralding of being the prime competitor to Twitter at the time. Twitter has since changed to X. Threads has since done some kind of goofy things. Yeah. And one of those is they are, are deploying a search blocker. And search blocker. And so some, some journalists were trying to, uh, search threads mm-hmm. for COVID information. What was being said about COVID? Because, you know, you okay. can search the Twitter or you can search a Facebook or yeah. any of the other social medias. You can see what's trending mm-hmm. and find out what's being said about it and kind of get a temperature of the debate, the discourse, uh, yeah. discourse that's going on. But uh, if you try to search COVID on threads right now, you get a blank message. So it just says like search results not found kind of thing when you're searching. Well, them. It, it it does one better. It says go to the like the CDC website oh. to see what it is. Here it says looking for coronavirus information. See the latest information from the Centers for Disease Control. Go to the websites. Um, so it won't even get like because yeah, usually when you're looking on X or or Facebook or anything like that, and you happen to search something, usually yeah. it it says here's some related posts or yeah. some other conversations that yeah. people are using that either that hashtag or these most used uh, conversations with that. Yeah, but it's just saying. We don't have anything here. Go look somewhere else. <laughs> now, Meta has acknowledged in a statement uh, to the Washington Post who inquired about this that Threads is intentionally blocking the search terms that they a- asked about and said other terms are being blocked, be- uh, but the company declined to provide a list or full reasoning. Mm. They're just saying that uh, we, we're just not providing those results for potentially sensitive content. Okay. Yeah, so hmm. maybe they just don't want to be part of the disinformation campaign. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, and, and I maybe it's because of uh, tw- the other side, Twitter, right? Basically, letting you do and say whatever you want mm-hmm. since Elon Musk took over. So maybe they're saying, okay, well, we want to be better. We want to be different. We're Twitter two point Since right. really, Threads is like the the spite. Uh, it's they're doing it out of spite. <laughs> it's spite software. Yeah, it's spite software. If you're if you're a Kirby enthusiasm fan, yeah. they, 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 Larry David had a spite store. It was like a coffee shop, yeah. and he opened it right next to another coffee shop. Because <laughs> these are just guys that also used to work at Twitter. Yeah, and were programmers, and they said, "Yeah, we're going to go work for Meta." And Zuckerberg's like. Hey, how about we just use all that stuff that you guys were working on mm-hmm. with Twitter and we'll just rebrand it and call it something else. Well, it's not the same. We have 141 characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever it is. Exactly. Um, uh, speaking of uh, Google, uh, searches, is I was just reading this too about the, uh, apparently the Justice Department 
And some states think that um, Google has kind of become sort of the mafia of the internet. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're dragging Google into the court this week. They're being sued for abusing their power as the search engine uh, to score uh, sweet deals with phone companies and keep other search engines from even competing. Now, Google says their business practices are legit. Um, but you know, really what other search engines are out there? You have Bing, but that really hasn't done anything. Yahoo hasn't really done anything. Yeah. Boring. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, and what the justice department has said in their complaint is that over the last 15 years, Google has done this. Yeah. Can you imagine search engine that's been building information and doing what it's been doing for the last 15 years? I mean, that is just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I look on Google right now, it's asking me if I want to hum a few bars to mm-hmm. get a song mm-hmm. match. Have you seen this? It's got the little weird digital sphere. I have heard of that. Yeah. I don't know does why. It, does that work? I have not used we'll have it. Tr- we'll have to try it out. Yeah. We'll try it out. Um, but yeah, so so the Justice Department saying that Google is being anti-competitive and exclusionary and basically you got to pay to, to make it well, on that platform. I mean, they've they've built a, a an empire with Google, and yeah. I mean, if when you, when you become when your company or your act of doing something has become a verb in everyday life, where it's like, <laughs> well, I need to Google it, I need to Google it, yeah. I need to Google it. It's like Kleenex. Yeah, you know, you don't say, I need some, I need some tissue for my nose, <laughs> even if it's an off brand. Yeah. You call it Kleenex. So their yeah. brand has just taken over. Uh, so even if they do try to you know, push them down and say, okay, you guys got to, you got to let the other ones come up and play. Google's still going to win. As long as, you know, making sure that there's a fair playing field. Sure. All for it. But at the same time, making sure that those who are standing in judgment, the the, mm-hmm. the group of your peers, yeah. uh, making sure they understand technology, where it's going, how it works, I think is important when they start arguing these kinds of things. Because if you remember when Microsoft mm-hmm. first had its, its Windows antitrust lawsuit, yep. it's like, well, every operating system comes bundled with an internet browser. How crazy is that? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what good is a computer without internet browsing these days? Right. It has to have one and you can download any number of browsers and there weren't any yeah there weren't really any other operating systems that that came out there no no there were no operating systems you had some browsers like netscape and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and microsoft finally relented and said yeah you can whatever else on there yeah but yeah so anyway i I just hope they understand the technology so it doesn't do some goofy things and slow us down Mm -hmm. and you get all the other then that's going to make room for all the ai stuff to to (laughs) ai is already yeah yeah, they're in the wings waiting well what about equal time for other things when it comes to uh you know fall like things okay everything seems to be pumpkin spice these days (laughs) But oh, it no. sounds now like what? there's another chance for another spicy smell. Oh. And that is the smell of apples. Hmm. And I think for Southwest Michigan, Michigan mm-hmm. and us, Michi- us Michiganders, <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting one of those like, you know, back in my day thing. And oh, I guess no. I'm getting in the... <laughs> Getting older, longer in the tooth. But anyways, the smell of apples may soon be replacing pumpkin spice as the most popular scent of the fall season. What does that smell like? Well, you think about uh, 
Like your, warm uh, apple hot, cider? A little hot toddy, a oh, little okay. uh, warm apple cider, maybe mm. a spiced donut. Oh, yeah. It's getting to that beat. That's the season. Yeah. Spiced so, cake donuts. Oh, so good. This survey by Modern Retail uh, says that uh, they've been tracking group sites uh, of pumpkin fatigue mm. uh, and... As one of the reasons that why many brands are seeking apple scented alternatives, Bath and Body Works released 35 false scents this year, mm. including Honey Crisp Apple. <laughs> that does sound, sound Get good. Get this pumpkin apple. Oh. And champagne apple and honey, which that sounds delicious. Pumpkin apple. Don't eat the lotion. No. Not a good idea, but no. it probably smells so good that you want to eat it. Pumpkin apple. Pumpkin apple, which, you know, you're seeing more because you see the pumpkin spice latte, the PSL, everybody everybody always has that. Mm. But I have seen some places come out with apple lattes. Oh. I have not had an apple latte. I don't know how it's made. If it's like a little bit of, little bit of cider tossed in there along with your coffee and then the milk, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, my son showed me the other day uh, a... Latte, mm-hmm. and one of the ingredients was mint. Oh, yeah, they muddled mint before they strained it into the milk before they frothed it and made a wow. mint latte. Because, and and Stephanie pointed out, chocolate like a latte mm-hmm. is, is sometimes tastes like chocolate. Sure. Um, so, chocolate mint, popular, you know, Makes peppermint sense. patties, that kind of stuff. Would you try that? I would. A mint latte. It, a I mint mean, it has latte. a weird color to it. Yeah, I mean, you have the peppermint mocha. Okay. So it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's like a Christmassy thing or a yeah. fall. Yeah. Okay. I would, uh, yeah, I think that would be refreshing because you have the mojito. Oh, yeah. Which is a nice refreshing drink. The muddling, yeah. So I think I think it could work. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Feel free to uh, comment on our, uh, on our Facebook page, on our YouTube, and uh, tell us what you have to say about uh, either the... Pumpkin spice or apple spice? Mm. I don't know. I want some cider donuts. I can't yeah, wait those, to yeah. get some of those. Those sound good. Um, but we still have a lot to get to here on the show. Well, you know how we said earlier we were running uh, early? Yeah. We've talked a lot, so I think we're back on time Are we now. back on track I think now? we're back well, on track. some more and get off track. Well, we could if you want. Well, Do you want to throw something else in there? Well, let's see. Uh, da, 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 that thing. Oh, what about the campers? Oh, yeah. Tell me about the camper bandit. <laughs> Up in Van Buren County. Uh, it, I, it astonishes me in this day and age that you can't find somebody who stole a camper. Because it seems like campers are pretty big things. It is. But Van Buren County Sheriff's Department is still looking for two suspects who it says... Stole a camper Mm -hmm. and a lawnmower this weekend. The department says deputies were called to the 64,000 block of 77th Avenue in Keeler Township around 10 a.m. on Sunday on a report of the thefts. Taken a 30-foot Cherokee camper and a walk-behind lawnmower. Deputies were told by a witness the suspects were in the 80,000 block of 62nd Street. They had seen them there with the stolen items. But when the law enforcement got there, they found that the suspects had crashed their vehicle, a Dodge Ram 1500, into a ditch and then fled in the truck still with the camper attached before deputies arrived. The suspects remain at large. The camper is still missing. Don't know if they got the lawnmower back, but anyone with information on that is encouraged to call the Van Buren County Sheriff's Department. I I joke a little bit about not being able to find a camper, but these guys crashed. Yeah, that's crazy. And they still hauled off. I mean, that was a walk behind? Yeah, a walk behind. Oh, man. (laughs) Lawnmower, that, that thing's gone. 
Wouldn't that have been a cool chase to watch? I would love to. <laughs> riding with a lawnmower. Either, not even, I wish it was a riding lawnmower. <laughs> it's like, oh man, this, it only goes up to rabbit. It doesn't go, this rabbit doesn't go fast enough. If only you could get the governor off it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, or just switch to, switch it down to turtle. Cause I don't know if you're oh, yeah. riding lawnmowers like that. A lot of them will have the turtle That's or the all rabbit. They have. Yeah, it's a universal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, trying to go to rabbit mode with that thing. <laughs> Or what it would have been even better is if it was a walk behind self propelled, yeah, and the person was on like roller skates. Mm. That would be a sight to see on cops, man. <laughs> Darn. Yeah. Well, we'll have to reenact that maybe. Yes.